0: Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, financial educator, budgeting expert, and the founder of Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl say no more because you are in the right place and if you want to get clear about where you stand financially why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies stop by at bossofmymoney.com slash mini course now it's time to put the kettle on make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes Hiya, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 32. In today's episode, I'll be suggesting some questions, some really important questions, actually, that you need to be asking yourself in order to get clarity about your financial situation. So, to effectively um, make progress with our financial goals, it's important that you first evaluate and clarify your past and your present situation. So the mistake that too many people make is that they jump straight into doing and planning the future without unpicking and learning from the past or being intentional about their actions presently. So you find that they want to take control of their finances. They want to be debt free. They want to save money. They want to build wealth. But it becomes a forever goal and they don't make real progress because they just have never stopped to kind of reflect and look back and assess where they've come from and what has led to them being where they are now and what are they presently doing to improve their financial situation. So there's a quote um, by Carl Sagan or Sagan I hope I've said his, his name right and it says that you have to know the past to understand the present. So why is it important for you to understand the past so that you can understand the future? Well, history allows us to learn from past mistakes. You're able to discover trends and it shows us how well we've handled challenges in the past. Another quote by an unknown author says that if you want to know the future, look at the present. Assess your past and present so that you can see where it's going to lead you in the future and your actions in the present are going to determine your future. If you want to be debt free a year from now, how much are you paying towards that debt presently on a monthly basis or on a quarterly basis is what's going to influence how much of that debt you pay off in a year or leading to that date that you have in mind. So as you can see, Your future self's success is determined by how much clarity you can get from both your past and your present situations. It will be challenging to manage your finances effectively and to be able to stick to your budget unless you identify where You've been and what has brought you to where you are today. So asking questions is really the best way to learn. And it's not just asking questions, but it's asking the right questions that will help you to gain solutions and also the answers that you're looking for in order to take you from where you are today to where you want to be in the future. So for this podcast episode, I've put together a list of questions that you can ask yourself in order to gain clarity about where you've been in your finances, which is looking at your past and where you are now, um, which is looking at your present so that you can decide the next steps for your success. So question number one is about your income. What is your monthly income currently? and do you have enough income coming in for the lifestyle that you want to live? What type of income do you have? Is it regular income? Is it irregular income? um you know most people will get paid weekly or biweekly four weekly monthly really understanding this will help you decide how to budget and how to manage your finances and explore how your income um has you know developed over the past 10 years 5 years has your income gone up has it gone down Really just asking yourself, what has been the reason? Have I gone for a promotion or did I get an increase at work? Was it due to a bonus or was it because I changed careers? So understand the type of income you have, where the money's coming from. So question number two is expenses. How much money is going out on a monthly basis? Do you keep having unexpected costs? It's really important that you explore um, what's going on with how you spend money? What are you spending money on? You know, which category is taking up the bulk amount of your income? Just really get clarity on that because you might have expenses that are going out that you don't need, expenses that are going out that, you know, might change in the next few months. So it means that you need to start planning ahead. You know, if you're no longer going to have those expenses in the next few months, plan ahead as to what you're going to do with that money. If you're having unexpected expense, you need to really explore that to understand why is that? Where's it coming from? Is it lack of planning? Um, is it because, you know, of lack of organization, your bills are coming out of everywhere. And so you you have expenses coming out that you're not able to track. Is it because you're not budgeting and so you don't have eyes on what's coming in and what's going out? Question number three is about saving and net worth. So what is the total amount that you have in savings? Um, Whether it's in cash, whether it's in investments, what is your net worth? And you can actually do this. There's a blog that I've written on thebossofmymoney.com slash blog. There's a blog that I've written about how to calculate your net worth. So be sure to check that out. But understand what your net worth calculation is Understand the types of assets you have, you know, in investment, in property, in gold, in bitcoins, wherever your investments are at. But really just understand what type of savings and investment you have. What are they for? So have a clearly defined goal for your savings. Do you have a clearly defined goal for them? So you have three thousand pounds in your bank account. What is that money for? You know, is that for your emergency fund? Is it for something else? Because if you don't define a goal for your saving, then guess what? It just means that it's money that you you will use for any and anything. And I believe that your savings have to have a specific goal so that you can differentiate between them. Otherwise, what happens is that you're dipping into your emergency fund for when you want to splurge on luxury, when you should have a separate pot for that. Question number four is around your banking strategy. So what kind of banking and savings account do you have in place? Why are your direct debits set up the way that they are? And is it making your life easier or is it making your life harder? Can you improve the way that it's set up? So I found that when I started my financial journey, the first area that I needed to fix even before budgeting was my banking strategy. And the reason why is because it was so disorganized. I had direct debits coming out of five different accounts on different dates. I couldn't keep up. No wonder why budgeting was a struggle. No wonder why having control of my finances was a struggle because my banking strategy was a mess. Um, I should actually do a blog post about the, five, um, I think it's five to six different types of bank bank accounts that you should have. And I'll just quickly mention them since I'm talking about the topic now. Um, but one of them is where you get paid, right? So you can have an account that you get, you receive your income in, your salary or your business income. Um, you could, that same account could be where your bills come out of, or you could have a separate account where it's solely for your bills coming out of. I also suggest having a separate account for food budget because I find that you know it's really hard to kind of know what's left um, if you're spending money from where your bills are going out on weekly or monthly food shop. So I find that I'm able to stick to my food budget a lot better when I have it in a separate account from my savings and my regular bills going out. You also want to have savings account um, you should have a separate savings account for your emergency fund, and then you can have other saving pots towards your short, long-term and medium-term goals. You should also have investment accounts as well. Um, obviously, the ISA is where you want to start first. Um, start off with having an ISA or a LISA for your investment stocks and shares ISA account. Um, what other account? Then if you're a business person, you want to have your business accounts laid out as well. Um, So, yeah, just a bit of a summary about the different types of bank accounts that you may want to have in place. Question number five is around your credit. So what is your credit score and how do you raise it? Do you know how to raise it? What's showing up? What suggestions are coming up in the report? Are you tracking your credit rating and what score are you working towards? So once you review your credit report, you kind of want to establish, OK, If it's a bad report, how did it get bad? Like, why is your report bad? Why is it poor? Um, What led you to that? What debt did you have that you didn't pay or that you defaulted on? Really get clarity on that. And if um, if it's still on there, then do you have a plan in order to improve it? Are you gonna start making payments towards that debt in order to pay it off? Or can you get in touch with the creditors? So once you've assessed where you are, with your credit, you can then create actionable steps in order to improve it, in order to you know, figure out what it is that you need to do to get you to the place where your credit is good, which is what I am currently working on as part of my um, personal goal. And the other question is around debt. So what is the total amount of credit card or loan debts that you have? What's the balance that you're holding on there? How long have you had them for? Right. It's really important to kind of understand the types of debt we have, why we have them and how long they've been around for. Because if you've had a particular debt for years and years and years, the likelihood is that if you don't take any action and you just continue as you are in the next five years, 10 years, you're still going to have that debt lingering around. So really try to understand why have I had this debt around for ages? Why? Is it that I've still got this £200 store card, this £500 store card that I've been trying to pay off for the last two years and all I'm paying is the minimum and the balance is never going down? Um, You know, you've got car payments that you're paying for. So really just understand what is this debt? Why do I have it? What is the interest rate that I'm paying on it? And what date do I want to be debt-free by? What date do I want to, you know, get rid of this debt? and finally have more money that you can put towards savings and investing. So the other question you can ask is around your money habits. So really asking yourself, what kind of spending habits do you have? You know, are you an impulse spender? Um, And how is this impacting your finances? How is it impacting your day-to-day money decisions? And do you have, or do you use a spending plan or a tracker? Do you track your expenses? You know, how are you keeping track of where your money's going so that you can catch yourself before you overspend? So really understand your spending habits. What are your triggers? What causes you to spend more than what you've planned for? What causes you to go above your budget? Um, Is what time of the month? Is it a week before payday? Is it a week after payday? You know, is it the middle of the month? Is it, You know, as women, is it that time of the month where your hormones are just all over the place and you just want to spend money? I know for me, when it's my time of the month, I just want to eat junk food. I don't want to my appetite for what I've cooked just goes. And so I have to be very aware um, during that period not to go over my food budget. And finally, um, a question around influencers. So what type of positive or negative influences do you have around you? You know, what and who causes you to spend more money? And this could be a reality. It could be that, you know, when you're around a particular group of people, you always go over budget. You always um, spend more than what you've planned for because you don't know how to say no, because you don't have healthy money boundaries that set within that relationship. It could be your partner, your spouse, your husband your wife that's causing you to go over budget or make bad money decisions. And I say this with a pinch of salt because I know nobody can force you to do anything, but it's important to acknowledge the things around us that influence us um, in order to make bad choices. Um, and yeah, also identify who are the people that encourage you to be money savvy and that encourage you to make smarter money decisions. So, I think I've given you about eight questions that you can ask yourself in order to gain clarity about where you stand with your finances and to really understand your current financial situation so that you can plan and work towards your future goals. The most important thing here is to be honest about your financial standing and to identify any common stumbling blocks. so just to go back a bit i one of the first Uh Aha moments that I got when I started my personal finance journey was that I was an emotional and impulse, impulsive spender. And it would happen if I had a bad day, work didn't go well, I got bad news, someone upset me, or I was just in my feelings that day. And what I would do is I would literally just take my rent money. I would take a money that is designated for a bill that's coming out in two days, and I'll go and spend that money or nonsense. <laughs> um, and I realized that okay, literally it didn't matter what the thing was, I would just spend it. So what I did is I created myself a bad day pot, right? And it was a pot that I put 50 pounds in to start off with. And I was allowed to dip into that pot and spend that 50 pounds once a month. So I was really only allowed to have one bad, you know, day a month, or I had 50 pounds allocated for that entire month to just spend and treat myself. And what I realized from that is it wasn't just spending, it was basically me almost validating myself or reassuring myself that I'm okay by treating myself to something. So once I realized that, I was like, okay, I don't necessarily have to splurge, 300 pound, 200 pound, 100 pound, I could just splurge 50. Like I'm okay with being 50 pounds short for now. Remember, this was at the beginning of my financial journey. So I was like, mm, going from 300 to 50 is not that bad. So I started off with a 50 bad day kind of pot. And then what I did is over time, I reduced that by 10 pound every month. And so I think after like four or five months, I only had like five pounds. And I realized that I could feel, you know, validated and just feel like I've treated myself even with five pounds. So I went from 300 pounds to 50 to 40 to 30 to 10, and now I'm at five. And literally, when I'm having a bad day, I just go into my fun pot and I just treat myself to something that's worth five pounds. Sometimes it could be a portion of grilled peri chicken wings, other times it could be some stationery. Um, sets at Wilco and so it's important to understand where your habits come from and where your triggers come from as well in order for you to just have that clarity and to basically come up with long-term solutions that will help you to overcome that particular habit that you're having so I hope this podcast you know has helped you um, in order to really assess where you are now with your finances, so that you can make the progress that you want and that you desire and that you can achieve. So remember, I always say that when it comes to money, it's 20% to do with the numbers and 80% mindset. It really is. How successful you are in your finances isn't about how much money you have, but it's about you asking yourself the right questions, being honest with yourself. It's about you being willing to make changes. And some of those changes are going to happen immediately. Some of them are going to take some time and you have to give yourself that time. But as long as you're willing to be honest and to continuously work on progressing your money habits, developing your financial literacy, there is no reason why you can't achieve your financial goals. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you would like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast on Apple. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how to get started on your financial journey and start mastering your budget.